And we're live. And I'm back. Welcome back. You're Thank home. You. Yeah. Nice to be it. home. Nice to be home for sure. Uh, we swapped yeah. John for me this time. Yes. So, uh, no John this week. He's got like he has guests, I, I think. So he's busy yeah. entertaining or whatever. I guess for like uh, for people, that's why we weren't here last week. Also, is that Sean was uh, still on his trip or coming back, actually, I think around the time we were recording or was no. it the day after? So you came back Friday, right? No, I came back Sunday. Oh, OK. So you were still a, a few days. That, yeah. yeah. Yep. And John had a uh, house guests, so it didn't make sense to ma- be yeah, able to put uh, Thursday. Show. I was like. I think I was like still I hadn't even gone to Belfast yet, so I still had like another stop to make. Oh, shit. OK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so tell like talk about your trip. What happened? Yeah, tri- trip was real good. Uh, I did a, a just a ton of stuff. Um, for those who don't know, I was away in Ireland for I think around 16 days total. I did an entire lap of the island. Um, it was good. Like the, you know, the, the, the cities and the, the pubs, they stay open late. So every, every town I was getting to, I was like hopping on the apps, trying to find locals or, or other travelers, hostels that wanted to go out in the evening. And it was usually super easy to find a group of people. So I was meeting lots of people and going out with them. Cool. Um, except dairy or London dairy, wherever you're from, because it has two names, which is odd. It's in Northern Ireland, which is technically the UK. It's it was the like furthest north uh, city that I basically went to. Mm-hmm. Everything there closes at nine, which was so bizarre to me because I had just come off of like a, a whole streak of staying out to like one or two at the pubs with people and then just nothing in Derry. Uh, Derry really kind of sucked. If I was to do the trip, if I was to recommend the trip, don't go to Derry. I don't think there's any reason to go to Derry. Um, man what a bummer okay and, and whenever i tell people that they're like oh yeah i, w- I watch dairy girls and it's like all right cool well it's not worth <laughs> checking out um, okay my highlights were cork and belfast i i really sure. enjoyed those um galway was pretty cool there's not a ton to do in galway but there's a lot of hostels there so finding groups of people to hang out with was super easy and i I did have a lot of fun in the evenings as well there as well a lot of canadians ran into just a ton of canadians traveling cool um and yeah a good chunk of americans as well but like more so a lot of canadians absolutely so yeah no, I had a good thing. You were—I saw you were following along with with my photos. I was, yes. Uh, well, I mean, as much as like I, every time I went on the socials, I went to see if you posted anything, and yeah, a lot of really, really beautiful green. I would yeah. say a lot of green everywhere. Some castles were, which were kind of cool. And to my surprise, not so much now as you talk about it. Because I never really considered you a bar person. A lot of pubs, <laughs> but like they were very cool inside, so it makes sense that you would. Yeah, I mean that was, that's just kind of in. one of the main things to do in the evening. There is they go to the pubs, sure. right? And and I I really like Irish pubs. I like the vibe of an Irish pub, the look of an Irish pub compared to just like a dive bar. So, 
one of my favorite places here in Calgary was like a small Irish type pub. So that makes sense. Yeah. Calgary has like a, or, or it had a few, the ones I'm thinking of kind of, a lot of them have shut down, but it still has like a few, um, yeah. for sure that I went to a lot growing up. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I mean, the pubs are just like, they're super fun. And, and every night they're, they're open every night till like one or two in the morning. Every night they have live music. Like they're just, they're lively. They're super fun. So, uh, yeah, no, that was a good time. Uh, trying yeah, to think. Yeah, sweet. it's really green. You know, it's called like the Emerald Isle uh, for a reason. <clears throat> I got super lucky. Didn't have a ton of rain or or nowhere near as much rain as they're, as they're known for. And everyone kept saying, oh, you are so lucky that you're not getting like completely poured on every single day. Um, That's cool. Good. <laughs> the The two kind of big like landmark tourist things to, uh, to do uh, giants causeway and cliffs of more people might know giants causeway as a popular game of thrones filming location when i went sure. to see those blue skies like i was so so lucky i will say however i packed way too many shorts and nowhere near enough pants but going to the trip i was like okay what's the temperature gonna be oh let's it's it's like 15 7 to 17 that's shorts weather absolutely no it wasn't (laughs) um but i brought one (laughs) pair of pants and like four pairs of shorts so everyone just kept asking me like aren't you cold aren't you cold wearing shorts and i actually it wasn't like i wasn't like uncomfortably cold because i could put like a jacket on and i was fine but yeah it was still just like i would wake up i'd put shorts on and then by the evening time I would switch into the one pair of pants I brought. So I wore those pants every single day to go out at night. <laughs> That's pretty great. Well, because it's like, I can't just keep wearing shorts. Like, it's a little yeah. too chilly. I need to put, and I only had, I wasn't going to do laundry. I didn't plan to do any laundry. I just brought, you know, 16 days worth of clothes. So yeah, I definitely lived in those pants a bit. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, no, super fun time. Uh, Solo traveling was a lot of fun. Just meeting just a ton of people. That was just really, really enjoyable. I had a great time for sure. Absolutely. Nice. Would you do it again? Or was it like a little too whirlwindy? No, I mean, well, I don't I don't typically go back to places I've been already once. Um, If I'm going to do another trip, I want to go somewhere new. So nothing against Ireland. I really liked it, but I would just rather see a new place. If I'm going to make my way back over to Europe, because it's, you know, it's it's so much harder for us to go to Europe. Sure. Just because yeah. of like the distance. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what about you? How was your last two weeks? Oh, uh, they've been OK. Nothing crazy uh, going on here, really. You know, just work. Nothing just interesting. No. Did you I mean, go? Did you go see <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I have not, but I've heard from multiple people that it's actually worth going to. So I have some free, well, free tickets. I have the like saved up free movie passes yeah. or whatever. So I'm, I've been considering it. Yeah. Going. Yeah. It, it actually came out two days early in Europe, uh, which okay. is kind of cool for me. So I, I definitely went and saw that. Uh, I loved it. Oh my God. I loved it so much. Best Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So enjoyable. I really, really liked Guardians. I found it hilarious that um, the advertisements are just like best Marvel properties since Endgame. It's like, 
That's a lot of stuff in between that you guys are kind of saying isn't very good by yeah, saying that, but I'm trying to think. I mean, Is they're wrong. I did a list. Like, listen, there's a lot of crap in between those two things, but there's some treasures in there too. All right. Isn't the the most recent Spider Man that was there, right? Both Spider Man, uh, both the most recent Spider Mans are, yeah. Both the most recent Spider Man. Uh, Far From Home and No Way. Far From Home was right after Endgame. Oh, okay. But because I adore No Way Home, that that I love that movie. So I don't know. No Way Home was one of the ones that I was just like, I could see why people like maybe wouldn't love it, but I mean, it's there for Spider Man fans. So like, I was gonna say like that movie like hits me in in the exact right spots. Like I'm sure I'm the absolute sucker for that movie. So. But yeah, those advertisements are just like best things since this thing years ago. It's like it okay. is, it is really good. You, I, you should definitely see it. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited. I'm going to watch Fast X this weekend, which I hear is not good, but that's okay. Yeah, who goes to a Fast and Furious movie at this point for it to be quote unquote good? Like, come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, there, there's like good, and then there's like Fast and Furious good, and I'm. I'm sure it's going to be fast and furious good. And that's all I need from that. Like that's totally fine for me. And I mean, at worst it's what 90 minutes or something like who cares? Even if it's, I bet it's, I bet it's like two, two and a half hours. You think so? Movies are long. I'm going to, if I had to guess, I'm going to say two fourteen is my guess as as I look up this runtime. Oh, okay. (laughs) I wasn't even going to look up the two twenty one seven minutes off. Wow. Pretty good. It's almost like you've seen a couple of them. Or I just go to like modern movies. So, yeah, true. Okay, well, hey, let's do a podcast because um, I'm still technically jet lagged, and this is kind of hell. So, uh, sure. top down perspective, May 18th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. Uh, before we get into games, uh, the submission thread is currently live on Patreon. If you want to submit a game for uh, next the the poll next week for June's game, go do that now. Uh, and get excited. Next week, we will be talking about The Wolf Among Us. Yes. Uh, but now we're just going to talk about Zelda. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, I don't this, know. If you don't want to hear that, thing. maybe skip ahead or something. This is, this is the big gonna, thing. Like, that's it would the be thing. weird if we weren't talking about Zelda. So, yep. Um, approximately how much time have you put into Zelda? 15-ish hours, I think. Okay, I think that's more than me. I want to say I'm probably only somewhere between five and ten. Okay, it's weird because it's definitely one of those games where it's just like, yeah, in that time, though, like I could you could have gotten further in story than me in something else. Like it's one of those. Well, so what, who knows? you know, without getting like too spoilery, what are some of like the big story beats you have? Oh, like no spoilers. I hit the point where like it sends you to different parts of the world to like see those areas and talk to new people. And then I've just been kind of like, I guess like the last thing I've been doing is tower hunting because oh, okay. I want that. I want to be able to like move around the map. Yeah. And okay, the so underground stuff, like just mapping that out because so I, like I haven't gone underground once yet. I don't think I've I don't think I found a way to do it yet. There, although there is like a red mark on the map, which makes me think maybe that's the way down. But I just didn't go and explore it. I'm, so I'm kind of doing the story stuff. There's a side quest that you get to do it and i recommend it because it unlocks a mechanic for the game oh okay what direction from the like uh from the main town you get it at the main town at uh not 
Uh, I don't remember her name. The, not the one that had the giant glow up. I can't remember her name now. But one of her assistants gives it to you. Oh, how did I miss that? Okay, I guess I'll... I missed it too. I, somebody told me to go back and get it. I was like, oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I am currently... I mean, I'm not 100% sure what's about to happen, but I think I'm, like, about to enter the first, like, dungeon. Because I am doing this, okay. like, like this quite, like obstacle course of a of a trail that i'm going through that is you're further than me then yeah that is like 100 longer than i expected Um, yeah because yeah i just i just set off for the first one and and started doing some stuff i've seen a couple visions already got two of those okay i got one so yeah like your further story Yeah. yeah yep yep so so how how are you liking it i mean you're 15 hours so you must be enjoying it I really like it. Uh, it has the distinct problem that is kind of not great for me. Of It's on the Switch. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a second. No, it's more the uh, let me do this one thing and then turn it off. And it's been like six hours. And that's not good because I have work the next day sort of thing. So I've actually put a timer on for two hour play sessions on work nights because I actually I literally just lose t- track of time. playing. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah, uh, I'm liking it quite a bit, too. I I think I like Breath of the Wild more. And this is a this is a personal thing because and I started feeling this when they when they really showed off the like what the mechanics of this game are going to be you, about the combining stuff. OK, and I was the same way with Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, where okay. I think it's cool. I'm ad- I admire it from afar, but I'm just not really interested in building vehicles and stuff. This is great because I'm the exact opposite. This is okay. way better because these mechanics are way fucking funner. <laughs> and also Nuts and Bolts is the only good Banjo Kazooie game for me. So I mean, not, we're on I, complete opposite ends. <laughs> I I I enjoyed my time with nuts and bolts. I just didn't go like hard into it because yeah, right. the idea of like crafting stuff it just doesn't do a lot for me. It's similar to you know games, any kind of game where it's like, hey, the fun is make your own fun. Like we've we've given you all these t- big sandbox tools. Go do go make your own fun. And it's like, no, I I like structure. You know, when it comes yeah. to building Lego sets, I want the the booklet to tell me exactly what to make i don't want to just make my own thing ever one of my play sessions was literally just like oh i found a bunch of rockets and fans and stuff i'm gonna see if i can make a plane so that i can quickly just like move around the underground without having to walk (laughs) and that was just like a couple hours doing that so Yeah. yeah it's one of those for me I even think of like Mario Maker and it's like, sure, I made a couple levels, but that was mostly just to like, so I experienced that and I and I did that thing. Right. 90% of my Mario Maker, it was playing other people's levels because I'm just, I don't, the, the act of building stuff, it doesn't, doesn't, you know, trigger anything for me. Yeah, totally fair. I have found that the openness mixed with the open world thing and kind of letting you do whatever you want sort of thing has given me option paralysis in a lot of cases of I actually don't know what I should or want to be doing here. And it's I've definitely gone from like tower going to a tower, getting something, then being like, oh, maybe I should do shrines instead. And I do shrines for a little bit. It's like, oh, maybe I should actually do some store. Like I'm bouncing around everywhere. And it I def 
I don't know if it's like hindering or making it more of a fun experience for me, but it's a thing. <laughs> like I just I'm not focused on any one thing and it doesn't feel like I'm getting anywhere with any of them since I'm doing all of them at the same time or trying to. <laughs> I also kind of run into this and this was I felt a little similar with um the most recent God of War where it's like, hey, you know, the first time we did this, it was fantastic. Pretty much my, uh -huh. you know, it was my, God of War, the reboot or, you know, reboot was uh, yeah. my game of the year. Breath of the Wild yeah. was my number two game of the year. And they're they're so close si sequels that it's like, OK, well, it's less special because it's not, you know, brand new now. Like I've seen I've seen right. the trick. So it's like, you know, it's it's hard to reach those highs again for me. Nothing to say it's like bad. I, right, I really course. enjoy I, I loved Ragnarok as well. And I, I am I am definitely enjoying my time with this, much like you. I'm just kind of constantly thinking about playing this game. But it's just like you just kind of did it ag again. Like, you know, there's there's less, you know, excitement and, and, and bewilderment. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I definitely feel that part for sure of the like, yeah, you did it again. And I know that can sound like maybe derisive or something against it, but I know it's totally not. It's like, yeah, that was a good thing you did before you put new mechanics in it like this is obviously going to be a good game <laughs> well and and like so it's super interesting when you kind of look at that like the sequel idea in in the context of zelda specifically because it's very rare that we get a sequel an exact same yeah that's yeah true. like it's happened a couple times before like obviously majora's mask was one of them yeah. um uh you know because because you know legend of zelda 2 doesn't count <laughs> like, I know it's technically a sequel, but it's so different that I almost don't think it counts. Um, what else would it be? Maybe like Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass, because they're so similar. Maybe those you would count as sequels. It Link to the Past and A Link Between Worlds, That's those are technically sequel, right? Are they story? Honestly, I forget the story of uh, Link Between Worlds, like completely. I can't. I don't I know they're remember. definitely spiritual sequel. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the whole thing is, is it's usually a spiritual sequel, right? Right. Um, yeah. No, this is like legitimately a sequel sequel, which is yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, no, it's kind of interesting putting those together and seeing. See, I, I like that they changed the map up a bit. I know it's the same like land mass, but now it's like, well, now this area is covered in snow. So, it, you know, there is a difference to it. It's also been long yeah. enough for me. Like, I haven't played Breath of the Wild since, you know, 2017 or like, the, you know, the the year it came out. So yeah. they could have just given me the exact same map and it still would have been like new to me. It's been so long since I did play it. Yeah. Um, people are saying Link Between Worlds does reference Link to the Past. Yeah. So it, okay. is, uh, it is like a sequel to it, which makes sense. You right. know, that's what I thought. Yep. Um, For sure. And then there was the quote going around. um from the the creative director that this is now the new framework for Zelda's going forward. That I hate. So as much as I like these games, I don't like the shrine system as much as like good old fashioned. Give me like seven dungeons that are giant or whatever. I like the old framework for Zelda. So I'm not stoked about the idea that it's like, well, now you have a hundred mini things you can do. I don't like that. Well, I'm, so Still. yeah, like, 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 you know, mini prediction time. I'm kind of curious where, where do we think it goes from here? Cause like I could see them doing a trilogy of sure of this exact story. 
Right. Whether it's a trilogy, whether the next one is a, is a different one. It sounds like they're sticking with open world. I can't imagine they're going to get rid of the crafting. Like it's such a popular addition. Um, right. But they would have to do some kind of like big mix up because even when they when they had their old structure of, you know, eight dungeons, you get an item in each dungeon. So on and so forth. Each uh-huh. each new Zelda still felt like distinct from each other. So they're, right. they're going to have to have some kind of like big mix up going forward, right? They can't just like make I Breath of the Wild love four, five, to say, six. Ab- I would love to say they absolutely need to, but I, I mean, I think Nintendo has shown and proven that they don't need to do giant mix ups. <laughs> they they do, they don't, but but it's yeah. it's but every time they do, like it's huge. It's yeah. absolutely huge. again Breath of the Wild. Like holy shit. Um, yeah. My assumption when that quote did come out is I can't see them getting rid of the side scrolling Zelda because there's always been kind of two Zelda lanes. So sure. I, bet, I bet they still do the side scrolling ones that are the more traditional ones. So I don't I, I would assume you're going to still get some of that. Yeah, I, I mean, if they have the resources, I don't see why they wouldn't do both like yeah, every like there's no standard. reason for that. Like it's that would be like getting rid of an IP. Which I guess Nintendo doesn't yeah. do that, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's same with Mario. You know, you know, I can't see them yeah. stopping doing the side-scrolling ones just because the the three ones are you know bigger. Like I bet, right? You know, so yeah, uh, yeah. I guess. I mean, I I hope that they don't stop doing that because I like that old style. Like whatever, this is good, but that's good too. Give me both. I'll buy both. Do you yeah, want money? I have it now. That's the thing is, yeah, it's like I'm I'm happy to to get whatever you get you guys are gonna put out. Um yeah. and yeah, and I do obviously like the original ones, but I guess we'll kind yeah. of see. What are some of the like crazy um I don't know, like scenarios you've run into with your creations or anything or anything cool you came across in the game that you want to shout out? Uh I so just straight up you need to do that underground stuff because I love that and I would love to hear what you have to say about it because okay. it's, it's big. There's a certain part called the uh, Graveyard of Giants or Giant's Tomb or something in Dark Souls and it has that energy to it and it's it's great. It's really, okay. really fun. Um, yeah, someone was saying once I finish up the my current thing, I should go do that. So And that's probably what I will do. So Yeah, and like I kind of... I guess got spoiled or heard what the mechanic is because I have to do another part to it to unlock it. Um, and it sounds dope. Like it's, it sounds like it would be great. So it's, it seems like it, I guess just shout out to anybody playing and they just don't know what to do and you haven't done that yet. Maybe go do that because it took somebody telling me that it even existed to go find it. I guess it's Josha or Josha or whatever is the one that'll give it to you the quest to start that thing i don't i don't remember which one that is but i'll just talk to everyone in the town again i guess yeah exactly um i'm trying to remember if there's any real specific thing i've really enjoyed building just stupid cars and seeing if i could like run over moblins and goblins and stuff it doesn't work very good with the current things i have but i realized also that i have 
too good to use syndrome in this game, which is weird for like all of the parts. No, for the parts that you get, because you know how you can oh. like get parts. To I build like never stuff. pop those out. I feel like every time I've come yeah. across something where it's like you're gonna have to build, the game's like here's some trees, and it's like okay, well, I'll I'll use the trees, I guess. Yeah, when I'm in the mode of like I just want to like see the next area or like part of this mission or quest or whatever. I definitely have been known to just slap some trees or boards together and then like walk across them <laughs> instead yeah. of like being, you know, I mean, so that's being creative. That's like that's the that's the real like best thing about this game is everything you're doing feels like you're cheating or you're getting like one up on the devs. But, you know, it's For Nintendo sure. and, you know, ex- they know exactly what we're thinking. So yeah. it, it is it is super cool that they are allowing us to do so much. Because you could see you could easily see in a lesser game at a lesser studio them being like, hey, we need to put like a bit of like a a cage around this because we can't let you like build too tall or we can't let you make something that's too heavy. And Nintendo's just right. like, fuck it. Hold my drink. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. It's like, oh, we're giving them the opportunity to put together like 50 logs. Well, we better build a sky area then for them to explore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah, it's it's weirdly impressive. Um, It's also like, you know, we get one of these a year, maybe where it's a game that is like so popular that it's just all what Twitter's talking about. And I I personally love that, you know, Elden Ring was obviously this last year. Yeah, where it's just like pretty much everyone in the games industry, whether it's on the press side, whether it's on the consumer side, everyone stops. Like everyone stops and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to play this for two or three weeks. Like, of course. And it's, and that there's something very cool about that. I love, I mean, somebody's tweet, I can't remember who said it best that I saw that, uh, something about like my timeline is full of nothing but people talking about, uh, tears of the kingdom. And I haven't got one story spoiler because it's all just random shit. (laughs) That's that's also yeah, you know, you're right. And I've heard a few people mention that is it's like there's like this collective like respect where everyone's like, I don't want to spoil it for someone else. Like, yeah, I don't want to spoil this. So here's the dude I made with a cock and balls shooting fire. I've also (laughs) seen a lot of that one, too. That one's everywhere. (laughs) You guys need to stop posting that. Like, I get it. (laughs) Um, Like, I get it. Like, we're going to take Ganon on. Like, we got it. Um, and the crucifixions are per- a particular brand of disturbing that I just love in this too. You've seen those, right? I have. I have not as much as the like f- flame dick one, but totally. like the, I, I see the flame dick one pretty much every day. <laughs> every day, yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> but oh, in ter- but yeah, just in terms of like story spoiler stuff, like not that there's like a huge story to these games right. typically, but there there is. And it, the game does take it seriously for sure, and there is lore going on and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Like I knew nothing about it, which was pretty great. No one, I've seen no spoilers. Nothing has come across my way, which is and you know in the when you when you follow so much of this like consumer media, you know, entertainment media kind of stuff, like we do, and and talk about it. Spoilers are just rampant all all the time, everywhere. Um, yeah. And but it's like for some reason this one people don't want to spoil it as far as and I I wish John was here because I feel like when it comes to people getting spoiled he's obviously with his larger audience he gets spoiled way more than 
at least I know for me than I do. Um, so I'm curious if he's been spoiled of anything, but at the same yeah, time, surely like, he has been at the same time though, like with, again, with Zelda, the story is so like second fiddle. It's like, it's almost wouldn't yeah. even matter. And unless there's some like big twist, it's like, okay, yeah, I know Ganondorf is somewhere in this. Like I was going to say gonna, the biggest spoiler Nintendo spoiled by showing Ganondorf before this game was out by like a month. That's the but biggest yeah. spoiler. Probably. But even at that point, it's like, yeah, no shit Ganondorf's in this. Like, it's a Zelda right. game. You tell the same story every single time. Like, honestly, the spoilers here are probably, like, what all the other powers are. Right. Yeah. So, like... Man, those powers are cool. Being able to just go through something from the bottom up is weird to wrap my brain around that I can do that. And it took a while, but now I just i am always like... Oh, this is easy. Click button up the top of the mountain. Okay, it, we're here. <laughs> yeah, that one specifically is it's always like the second thing I think to do. It's never like uh, it's I'm always like coming across them and being like, okay, fuck, how am I, am I going to be able to climb this? Is there something I'm going to be able yeah, to like, right? tiptoe on? And then I'm just like, oh, wait, no, I can do the thing because it, like it feels like cheating. Like it does. Like I've played I've played Zelda all my life and yeah. I had to figure out how to get up that that ramp. They didn't just let me skip it. And it was like a learning lesson. <laughs> like, yeah, this is such a this is such a weird Zelda game. But like, it's and the, very like, re- cool. The rewind mechanic for like, you can that hit an I item. barely used. Like, that is the most broken thing in this fucking game, because you can literally just drop something and then stand on it and rewind it. And you always are able to just get up like a decent amount of height. Yeah, I Always. definitely heard, and I didn't even like think to do it. People are just like moving an object over a gap, rewinding yes. it. Now they've made a bridge. Yeah, it's like holy shit! Like, yeah, it's I know. so weird. From because like, it's like you know Zelda exists with like, hey, these are the rules. This yeah. is this is the new item. These are the rules of the item. We're gonna teach you a couple ways of using this item, and now it's just like, here, these are the concepts now go nuts yeah. like it's it's crazy it's so crazy but like it's very cool yeah. i'm sure we're and you know everyone's early days except for the people that like played through the leak and i saw on like the day, sure. day one someone already beat the game in under like 90 minutes it was like a yeah they speed day. ran it yeah but like you know we're all going through zelda probably around the same amount of time so i'm curious to see what the other stuff that's going to get posted once once what's what's on the other side of the flame dick What's the what's the next thing? What's the next flame dick? That's what I'm curious about. True. Yeah. Yeah. Always looking forward to the next flame dick. But that's um, the TDP way. Yeah. No, it's cool. Good game. Like, yeah, very good game. Are you playing anything else? Um, there a new map was added to Demonologist this week. I checked that out. It's cool. I was stoked to do it, but and that game remains cool. I'm going to play probably more of that this weekend. I needed a little break last night from Zelda because as much as I like it, I also want to play other games. So I just needed to take a night off. Essentially. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. Then for me, uh, the other game that has also been taking up my time is uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, Okay. What are you playing on? Playing on the Xbox. How does it run for you? It's been running fine. Um, okay. It did crash once for me. Okay. But like it, like okay. it crashed like at the save point. So I was just like, oh, okay. Well, 
I'm going to play <laughs> Zelda for now because fuck you. But I also didn't lose any progress. So it wasn't like that upsetting. Um, sure. I, I've been excited to play this because I was like listening to podcasts on my trip, knowing I had it like installed back home. And I was like, man, I really want to play that game. Um, I really like it. So I'm in like a really fun moment now where I have two games that are like right in my head and I want to play them both a lot. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so which which is like a good a good place to be in for sure, because uh, I get tired of one for the bit. I, I jump to the next one because I'm equally excited. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm having like a really good time with it. I think it's a great looking game. I'm enjoying the characters. Uh, I just like the. You know, Metroidvania, I'm going to there's so much to like uncover. I'm going to run down this hallway and I'm going to get like a health bump up. I'm going to run down this hallway. I'm going to get a new beard. Like, it's it's it seems a lot more open. I understand that it gets uh, it gets more narrow after this like first ma- ma- massive planet I'm on, but I'm still just on Kobo. So it's like really open, which is very cool. There's like the map is great being like, hey, here's three areas you haven't explored yet and just like running off and then doing this one kind of, you know, almost kind of similar to Zelda. But, you know, Zelda's like the most open possible. So, Sure. Yeah. How do you uh, feel about the difficulty? How's the difficulty curve in it? I've heard some people say it's like a little brutal in some spots. I'm definitely like I'm definitely not doing great. I'm not getting I'm not getting killed a ton because it is. Going back and forth with Zelda, Zelda, I'm just mashing the attack button. Uh-huh. I'm just I'm just hitting Y as fast as I can, and I, it's usually doing fine for me. Um, this one, it's it's again, it's like Souls Combat from the first one. You need to be kind of deliberate, so mm-hmm. it is not great going back and forth because I'm going into Star Wars and just like mashing it, and then just getting my ass like destroyed. <laughs> sure, like there are. In in Jedi Survivor, you need to use the parry because if you use the parry, you get like a one hit like kill on a ton of the enemies and stuff. If OK. You parry them. Um, and there's also the enemies will have like really strong like rockets. They'll shoot at you. But if you use your force power, you can just push the rocket right back to them and blow them and all their friends up. But if you don't because you're just mashing shit, you're going to get hit by that rocket and it's going to do a ton of damage. So it is definitely like a you need to slow down. And like think while you're doing these these combat fights. Um, and I'm like just right. starting to get over the curve of like, OK, yes, I can't just mash it. I need to be deliberate. So I'm, I'm getting close to that, which is good. Um, but like the first game, the accessibility features, you can like increase the parry timing window. And they let you do that in the last one as well. And it's actually really interesting when you pick one of the like, I think there's five difficulties. They show you specifically like, hey, this is what the. The timing is going to be. This is how aggressive enemies are going to be. This is how much health enemies are going to be. And then you can then go even granular and tweak those for each difficulty as well. So you can kind of do what you want. Right now I'm on default normal. And that's been like a like a pretty good spot for me. Um, Cool. And yeah, no, I'm I'm quite enjoying it. I'm glad it's almost kind of nice that I had two weeks of it being out. Because I was hearing about all the like uh bugs and and performance issues that it launched with um and i mean i think a lot of that's specifically pc though so i don't think you would have had that much i was hearing i was hearing on everything and when i did get home uh i did have to download like an eight gig patch so they are patching every platform it does sound like um yeah that makes sense because i because i know the the playstation one for sure was also not running great because that's what a lot of the podcasters i was listening to were playing on Gotcha. Yeah. 
but yes, I did hear that the the PC one was particularly bad, and and respawn had to come out and apologize for it. That's why I didn't buy it because <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get that fucking PS5 at some point for like Final Fantasy. Maybe this is the sale game I play at the end of the year on there my PS5 go. or yeah. whatever. Nice. Or maybe they'll fix it by then. Yeah, we. This isn't anything new, but it's like you know, games are in such a weird spot now where it's just like, oh yeah, everything just launches broken, and it's just yeah, like we've, no, we've just like accepted that, which is like a bummer. I mean, I've completely just said I, I'm not gonna buy new games on PC anymore. Period. I'm just not gonna buy them until I have like a PS5, basically. Well, yeah, Cause. like I know, uh. I know PC is particularly in a bad spot, but I feel like because yeah. the other one that uh, I haven't got to yet, but it was hearing similar stuff was Redfall launched. Oh, my God. Well. Redfall is such a sack of shit. Holy um, crap. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's it's weird that when when downloading of games became so mainstream, it's just like, oh, yeah, now we can release them at like 90 percent complete because we can patch things so easily now and people will yeah. just play it. And it's just like. It's kind of like a bummer as someone who wants to play games right when they come out. Because yeah. it's almost at, I'm almost at the point where it's guaranteeing me I'm always going to get a kind of broken game. Like, yeah, like there was always the argument of like. You know, hey, I'm I'm Joe. I buy games two weeks after they launch because there's always a ten dollar discount two weeks after they come out. And sure. Now it's like I should almost wait because not only will I save a bit of money, the game will be in a better spot. And just so weird. if you wait long enough, you'll get you will always get the better experience if you wait, especially like for games that do like game of the year editions or whatever. They're usually cheaper, completely patched and have all DLC. Well, that, that's like a significant one. That's almost like a year later. Um, right. I'm saying like for the most part, like if you give it like two weeks, maybe a month, you're definitely yeah. going to get 15 bucks off that game and a patch will have come out, if not two. Yeah, probably multiple. Run, run better. Um, which, yeah, which is just, which is weird. Cause I, like, and I get it. Making games is hard and they're under sure. pressure to like hit that, uh, deadline. But it's just weird. Cause like in the past, obviously you couldn't do that. No, you had to launch the game when it was good. Yeah. Or that was the end of the game. Cause you know, you couldn't do patches. So yeah, it's weird. Yeah. For sure. But anyways, that's two games that I'm playing. I will real quickly mention when I was in Ireland, um, Coffee Talk 2 on Game Pass got updated with touch controls. So I just played that on like all my bus rides just on the cloud. Okay. Worked perfectly. So I was just bussing along the countryside, touch screen controls, Coffee Talk 2. That was awesome. Like we're living in the future, man. Absolutely. That was so cool. Oh, speaking of which, I was uh, excited to hear about your AR glasses. How did that go? I actually didn't use them a whole bunch. (laughs) Um, Specifically because, so I did use them on the way there. I watched like, uh, I watched Batman. And, um. uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll get to that too. How was Batman? (laughs) How was your experience with the Batman? I need to watch the second one. Because again, I'm trying to get ready for, for the Flash. Oh, I, th- I thought you meant like you watched all of them or whatever. I, okay. I just downloaded the first one, just the first one. Okay. I watched that. One. OK, um, and I used the glasses for that. And, and that, that, that was really cool and stuff uh, on the way back. I couldn't use them because w- I, I was waiting to use them on um, with Zelda. Right. That was the whole thing. Yep. I didn't play a lot of games when I wasn't moving. 
And like even when right. I, even with Zelda, when I got Zelda, I, it was like, well, I could sit in this hostel and play Zelda or I could walk to a castle in Ireland. Yeah, I mean, there's no contest like, yeah, I don't know. So Playing games when you're on vacation is weird. So I so my my most of my Zelda time was when I got on the plane and the plane coming back didn't have the outlet like the plug. So I couldn't <sighs> do the thing. The plane there yeah. did have it. Right. The plane back didn't. So I was just like, oh, crap. Well. Oh, well, I'll I'll use the glasses more. But, you know, um, most of my glasses time has been here at home when I am in bed with the steam deck just plugged in, laying completely horizontally. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. Okay. To do, so. Right, so, yeah, it is. It is pretty good. Cool. I should uh, I should do some Zelda like that, too, but it just. Because I also have to do the wall stuff. There's a bit more setup. Such involved. a hassle. So, yeah. So if I really do think these glasses are like, do you play a lot of Steam Deck? This will be fantastic for you. Do you do you not? Then it's going to become kind of a question. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, OK, let's do some news. Some interesting stuff happened. Uh, last time I was on the UK had blocked Activision's the acquisition from Microsoft. Right. While I was yep. away, the EU approved it. In the, the, yeah. you know, the, the EU is not the UK since <laughs> since Brexit. Um, right. But it was just kind of funny seeing that just a couple of weeks later that like, oh, well, the rest of Europe's OK with it. Um, I hadn't really seen much fallout of like, oh, well, now it means it's going to go through um because because the uk has still blocked it but like i who knows what this means i don't know but there's the next milestone on this whole trajectory yeah honestly someone should like write like a short like a novella style book of like every like important piece that happened from the announcement of this to whatever the ending of it is because there's like so many like ups and downs Uh, yeah. Speaking of downs, though, this one this one's a bummer. Uh, this was oh, an inter- interview over on GameSpot that happened. Overwatch Two is dropping its PVE mode that it was supposed to be bringing into the game sooner or later. <clears throat> Lame. For those who don't remember, Overwatch Two was kind of announced as it's going to have like co-op PVE, like story, a story mode. Uh, it was like called like Hero Quest or whatever, and there were there would be skill trees and unique uh, abilities for the heroes that they weren't in their PVP, and and you know, it was going to be this whole thing, and that was kind of what Overwatch Two was, uh, you know, sold with. Um, we, then we saw Overwatch Two come out, and they had to delay the PVE. And now they are straight up canceling it and they're saying we're just going to be using a lot of those ideas and putting them into the more PVE limited time events, which Overwatch has already always had. You know, when there's like a a Halloween thing, they, you know, they bring in a PVE kind of little mode you can do. So they're just going to be doing that. Which brings in the question of like. So the only thing they've changed for Overwatch 2 is yep. the monetization now. That's it. Yep. That's so if you're going like, all right, Overwatch one, why should I get excited about Overwatch two? You can now get a battle pass. Yeah, you can now give us more money. That is Overwatch two. Yep. 
which is such just a bummer to when you contextualize like that. Like, I mean, uh, the thing that made it Overwatch Two isn't coming. So as far as I'm concerned, it, like, it, it's never existed. Yeah, like, because the even when they launched, the question was like, why isn't this just like a big update? And I understand by putting in a two and trying to make it this new thing, you're gonna get a lot more eyeballs on it. It worked for yeah. me. I came back. I got a friend to jump in at the first time. Like, I'm sure they got way more players than if yeah. they had just said, "Here's our massive update." Blah blah blah. But um. Uh, and and the fact that they also got rid of Overwatch 1 and they turned it into Overwatch 2, like it just, they doubled down as this is just kind of a content update. Yep. And then now that they're taking away the core thing, it's really all they did was, you, you know, one less character because you can't play two tanks anymore. And, right. and now yep. it's a free to play game with a battle pass. Yep weird it's yeah i don't know man but like it just weird here's another weird thing pac-man 99 remember that game yeah it is uh shutting down on october 8th yeah i got that e i got that email i saw an email come up that from nintendo saying like important news about pac-man i'm like oh they're killing it okay what is this yep there it is <laughs> um i don't know how yep. many people were still playing pac-man 99 this was probably out of out of all the games that they were like giving away on the Nintendo Switch Online, the one I played probably the least. Easily, yeah. It, the only other ones are Tetris and, and Mario, and, and Mario's gone. I played a decent amount of Mario, and like Tetris was a phenomenon. So. Right, but it was just those three, right? It was, yeah. As so far as Mario's gone, which is still crazy to think about. Yeah. Pac-Man will be gone, so Tetris is still there. Tetris is probably my favorite of the three. Um, yeah. Pac-Man, I understand. So the the quote here, discontinuation of online services for the main game, distribution of the main game, and free custom uh, themes. Pac-Man 99 did have, or still does have, a like $10 DLC that lets you play offline versions against just bots. Right, okay. Uh, so I believe that will still be... <clears throat> let's see. Uh, online modes end on October 8th. Offline modes via DLC are playable after the end date. So if you purchase sure. the game, basically, uh, you can play the offline version of it. That so makes it's not, sense. It's not fully going away. Right. Unlike Mario 35, which is just gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Best news story of the week. Nicholas Cage okay. is coming to Dead by Daylight. I, that's not where I thought you were going. I, I was waiting to see why the Did other you know thing about was this? the best Have news. you seen this news story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. As you're the Dead by Daylight guy. Okay. What are your thoughts on Nicolas Cage coming to Dead by Daylight? I mean, Dead by Daylight's literally just throwing anything they can in to make a buck. So, yeah, that makes sense. Why not? This is also the sure. first time Nicolas Cage has been in a video game. Hmm. Okay. I never actually considered that weird. It is weird. This is the type of thing that like they would announce and people would be like, oh, like this is an April Fool's joke or something like because <laughs> why? Why would that ever happen? But yep, it seems odd that he's not hasn't been in a game before. And I don't know, maybe this is like opening the doors. that <laughs> He's going to be in a bunch of stuff. Um there's a short like 42 second long thing where you hear some narration from cage. Then you see his polygonal model. 
they don't actually say if he's one of the like villains or if he's like a, a skin for the survivors. Um, that's actually a good point. You're yeah. right. <laughs> so they are saying learn more July 5th, which is kind of a ways off. So yeah. we, we won't really know until that point. Um, I guess it doesn't really make sense for him to be hunting you. But doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know, because they're just saying dead by daylight, Nick Cage. They're not like making it like a specific, like, the, for example, they're not making yeah. him Dracula from Renfield or anything like that. They're just saying it's Nick Cage. Holy shit. What if it's like a pack based around the different characters he's played I mean, in other maybe, things? Maybe. I'm trying to think. Has he played like many like villains, though? He's usually like the protagonist. Uh, he was Caster Troy <laughs> face off. So maybe you just have okay. like a killer running around shooting just and making like a, weird just faces in like a tuxedo suit with two guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> the other thing is, and I, I don't follow Deadlight Daylight close enough. Have they put in other survivors? Because I, I only ever see about like the movie monsters. Oh, yeah. Those, are, yeah. those are often those are obviously the hunters. But have they For put sure. other survivor characters in? For sure. Yeah. And they're they're So the big draw is obviously like, let's take the Halloween series itself. Michael Myers and like Haddonfield was the map. Michael Myers was released, but they also added like the Jamie Lee Curtis character and stuff. Okay, they for, do that all the time. So, the, for so the heroes can play as that. OK. Yes. Yeah. So can you have like four of her or is it like one person gets to be her? I think it's just one. I don't remember how they do that now. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, but like so even that, with the Resident Evil stuff, like I think eight wasn't Ada just like a survivor they released separately from Wesker or something. Like I have no idea. I yeah, literally no they idea. do that. They do that okay. shit. That make that that would make more sense to me if you get just get to play as Nick Cage. Um, yeah, this is awesome though, man. This rocks. It's weird. <laughs> it's and, very and weird. It's Nick Cage doing the <laughs> voice. So like, yeah, this is this is so great. I I want to learn more July 5th. There you go. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, they got me. Uh, okay, and then announced today, Mortal Kombat 1. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. I don't know about this. So this is the next Mortal Kombat. It's, ty- it's called Mortal Kombat Roman numeral 1. Yeah, okay. Uh, which makes sense because at the end of 11 with its like DLC, which I haven't played the DLC yet, I'll probably go back and do that because I do have access to it. Um, But if you followed Mortal Kombat's story, they basically reset the entire universe. Right. So so they they could kind of go anywhere from here. And there isn't, you know, there is a trailer out there. It's like two and a half minutes long. They don't exactly say what's going on. It seems like there could be some kind of like multiverse stuff happening. Not that they showed like a bunch of the, the same characters showing up, but they had like portals and like, it they could basically do anything because they get the power to like rewrite time by the end of uh, Mortal Kombat 11. People are asking, wasn't Mortal Kombat 9 a reset? That was, yeah, that was a reboot, and 9 um, retold the story of 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Uh, then 10 started doing some new stuff. 10's probably, or I should say X, X is probably the weakest of that trilogy, and then 11 was just awesome. That It's a great trilogy. That recent. 9 was fantastic as well. <laughs> That game is really good or was. I haven't played it in years. Yeah. Nine. Super great. 
I mean, X is not bad. It's just the weakest of the three. And then I also really enjoyed 11 quite a bit. Um, so it's, it's coming out September 19th. All, for all current gen consoles, they're not doing PS4. They're not doing Xbox One. It is coming to right. Switch, um, which that's kind of interesting, uh, but it makes sense. Uh, and then, yeah, they'll probably be showing more of it. I, I have a feeling I bet I'm going to get to play this at Summer Game Fest next month. It'll probably be there. Yeah. Yeah. So. This shit this shit was leaked by somebody, right? Like in an interview or something like two months ago, they said something about like the new Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like and the this shareholder and this. one. Yeah, they said the yeah. new Mortal Kombat. So. Um, but it's a cool, the trailer's worth checking out. There is a lot of people's heads getting absolutely destroyed in that trailer. Fuck uh, yeah. That's what I sense. need. Yep. So if you want to see just a shit ton of blood... Uh, check out the trailer for Mortal Kombat 1. I'm excited. I mean, Mortal Kombat I'm excited one of, too. was one of the few fighting games where I actually pay attention, and the story modes yep. are just awesome in Mortal yep. Kombat. So. Definitely agree. I'm curious uh, to see where they go with it. I'm going to give just some information in this FAQ that seem maybe pertinent for people that are interested or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you pre-order on PS5 or the Xbox series, you'll get uh, access to the beta, which will begin in August. Um, reimagined characters... That sounds cool. They're going to add cross-play and cross-progression support post-launch, so that's not going to be in there right away, but they plan to have it. It will have um, rollback netcode, which is great. And uh, something about cameo fighters are a unique roster and of partner characters to assist during matches. Yeah, I don't know. Right. There's and, um, internet connection is not required as well. There has, been, there has been a couple uh, leaks beforehand like the name was out there like about a day before that it was announced. One of the other <laughs> things in that was um, some of the possible like guest character, like DLC ones, mm-hmm. names that are going thrown around is like Peacemaker from right, the show yeah. and Homelander. Yeah, that's great. Boys, which that is both interesting. It is also like WB properties. Um, yeah, I can't wait for Rick and Morty to be in there. Yes, yeah, sooner or later, right? Of course, but uh, <laughs> I thought Homelander specifically would be like a really good addition. Totally, yeah, yep. that just makes a lot a lot of sense. So a lot of the boys, like a good chunk of them, could fit in pretty decently. Well, That's they need universe. like they need like powers, or they need to be like because the yeah. thing with the boys is they're just like dudes. I guess in the most recent season, some of them. They, oh, they sorry, I meant that powers. that universe. I didn't mean like universe, literally yeah. that group. Uh, that universe is fucked. Absolutely, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, short little news story here. Epic, the Epic Game Store is giving you 5% back on all purchases now. Pretty much every game store does this at this point. So mm. if you buy games on Epic Game Store, you will now get... I forget what their actual like currency, Epic Points or something like that. You're going to get a little bit back to use on future purchase, purchases. So right, makes sense. Sure. Okay, and this is a weird story that I saw when I was away. I'll just read the headline. Activision boss hyped about AI suggests it could be used in new Guitar Hero. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> what is, what's the deal here? Okay, so here, here's the quote. Uh-huh. You know, if you take an example of a thing like Guitar Hero, I've always had this vision for what a new Guitar Hero product could be but without having AI and then the processors embedded either in phones, in computers, or in game consoles, 
that allow you to actually have the speed of processing to enable that that AI. We've never been in a place where AI is going to have practical reality and applicability for games until now. So he didn't say anything in that quote. Yeah, I was waiting for more. (laughs) Yeah, but he did drop the words Guitar Hero. Anyways, that's the end of the news story. Um, As far as I'm concerned, this is a monkey paw curling. (laughs) Um, So what what do you think he's alluding to? I don't know. This is also Bobby Kotick, by the way, that that was getting I don't know if he's getting interviewed or he was just where this this conversation happened. Um, I have. I don't know. I feel like it's just a thing of like the it's AI is the new buzzword. Like if it was if it was NFTs, it was metaverse. Now it's AI. So they're yeah. probably just mentioning that because I bet shareholders are like, what are you doing with AI for your games? Because AI is making money right now and you guys have an AI strategy, right? A guitar hero where I plug in the controller that is like basically a real guitar i start playing some chords and it is like oh it's you're playing this and then it adds in like drums and a bass or something that would be kind of sick i don't know all i could think was maybe like so you're like playing and if you're playing well it like intelligently makes it harder you wouldn't even need ai for that we've had those i don't even know um i can tell you it uh i don't think i want it no, no I mean, I don't know what it is. So, yeah, I, I couldn't say either way currently, <laughs> I guess. But yes, it does sound like buzzword, just word salad. All right. All right. But I can't imagine anything is going to happen from this. No, I doubt it. All right. This last one uh, that we got s- sent to us, GQ ranked the 100 greatest video games of all time. I thought we could just look at the top 10 and get your thoughts on that. Okay, hold on. I just want to see something. I'm going to type in Mass Effect here. Number 92. Okay. Anyways, top 10, you say? Yeah, well, Mass Effect 2 is number 6. Is it? Okay. I'm just sorry. I'm swirling through a thousand things here. Yeah. And by a thousand, I mean a (laughs) hundred. Let's just go to the bottom. Just hit the end button. Yeah, but I wanted to be a surprise. Okay, 10, Half-Life 2. Wow, that's low. Okay, I'm interested to see what else is there. But Half-Life 2, 2004, 10. Dark Souls, 2011, at 9. Another 2000 level, Portal 2, 8. Metal Gear Solid, 7. Mass Effect 2, 6. Um, Witcher 3, Wild Hunt at 5. Bloodborne at 4. Tetris at three, okay. The Last of Us at two. And then Breath of the Wild. I mean, I just disagree with this list, but that's fine. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is the best game ever made. I, hey, I could see it. I could see that no, argument. That's that's actually stupid, but okay, whatever. I could absolutely see that argument. Honestly, it's I think dumb. this top ten is... Like, none of these are surprising to me. Sure. I'm, yeah, I guess I didn't really look at, like, the other games in here. Is there anything that, like, doesn't even stand out? These all are, like, yeah, I'm this is probably the next on the list of 100. I'm looking at the next 10, all these games deserve to be, like, super high. Yep. Yeah. This is a 
There's no like real what is that doing there as I scroll through here slowly. Yeah, like I'm Hey, yeah, Hades I'm just, is on here. Good for them. I'm just yeah, I'm going down and it's like, yeah, this is a good game. These are very popular games. And now it's like I'm at the point where it's like, okay, even if you had something that wasn't huge on here, I'm far enough down that it's not a big deal. That it makes sense or something, yeah. Like where like, they what, place the three DS version of Metal Gear Solid Three. Like <laughs> what, what remains of Edith Finch? That's a thirty nine. I didn't think that was a a massive game, but it's also at thirty nine. So like whatever. Yeah, there's some things here at like the fifties that I think should be higher than that. But whatever. Yeah, these are all games that you could probably guess are on the list of the best hundred games. <laughs> Yeah, is Chrono Trigger on here? I'm surprised I haven't seen that yet. Yes, it is. Oh, 42. Okay, there we go. I'm surprised that's not higher, I guess. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't give a shit about GQ's opinion on games, but that's cool that they did a thing like that. Let's do some questions. Topdownrespective at gmail.com is the email address at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, John's PO Box are all great ways to send your questions in. Yeah, and uh, you could sound like Matthew that writes, "What are some game mechanics and designs you think the game needs to be built around in order to be good?" All right, let's get double jump out of the way. What else do we have? <laughs> double jump. Oh, I I love it when you can dodge out of any animation. Yes, holy shit, yes. <laughs> so just basically, like, what does Dead Cells have? We've hit two of them already. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Uh, game mechanics and designs. Dodging um, in the air. Dead Cells does that too. That's great. If your game has a state where you can die, I don't like one-hit kills. So, like, avoiding that, I think, is a thing that helps. I don't know that it needs to be there to be good, but... Sure. Okay. Is there anything else you can think of? Oh, for designs, you should have accessibility options for everybody to enjoy it. Like for something to be good, you, people need to be able to play it and experience it. <laughs> it yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. That's. I'm trying to think. Like, I um. Design wise, I I love when you are rewarded for exploring. Even like I think of Mario, I think of Mario Odyssey comes to mind. Anywhere you go, it's like, oh, can I get to that little platform? And you finally get there, and there's some coins waiting for you. All right, yeah, thanks. Just, yeah. something you know, as simple as a coin. It's there was enough. no reason for me to like get over here, but like Nintendo knew I was going to try it, so they gave me some coins. Yep. I don't even need coins, but like I am glad yep. they just thought about that. That that's always nice. Put something behind the waterfall. If you're going to put a waterfall in there, put something yeah. behind it. Like, that was the thing. For sure. Jedi Survivor, the first waterfall I came by, I was like, there's just a rock behind here. Like, there's not, I can't go through this waterfall. Second Bad one I came game. by, there was a cave and a little treasure. And it's like, okay, that's okay. better. Redeemed. If you're going to put a water, every single waterfall should have something behind it. Yep. True. Like, agreed. Just like put some coins. Like, put anything. Because I'm going to check. Uh, Kevin writes, what games have the most cool skills you can use? 
it's hard to not just say like the Zelda games that we're currently playing, basically like yeah, Breath I mean, of the Wild and uh, and then and then Dead Cells just jumped to mind because I just like, did three cool things as I don't know if those kind yeah. of skills or if those are like mechanics. I was a pretty big fan of when Bioshock was introduced, the idea of like having a shooter and then like also being able to light an oil slick on fire and burn a bunch of dudes and shit like that. I am hearing a lot of people asking the question is Tears of the Kingdom now just an immersive sim? Hmm. Which I'm kind no, of. No, but I don't know why. It. I'm kind of seeing it like <laughs> it's, it's checking a lot of those boxes. It doesn't feel right to say yes, so I say no, but I don't have a reason. I think I think the only reason you're saying it doesn't seem right is because you grew up with Zelda being, you know, like, you know, 25 years of not being an immersive sim. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, the, I don't know about the most cool skills, but in prototype, you could like stealth consume a person, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, prototype is pretty good i like some of the things you could do in cyberpunk as well some of the weird i guess like any cyberpunk ish type game i like that sort of thing hacking into like somebody's brain or something to make yeah make them do stuff yeah uh jedi survivor actually has some cool stuff because you can like mind control dudes to like fight with you you and then there's just a lot of cool force powers of like i'm gonna pull them like all together into like really close and so that i can hit them all at once you get an ability where, because you can deflect blaster shots, when you okay, deflect yeah. it, you split the shot so two come out of your lightsaber somehow. I don't know how that makes any sense, but it's awesome. The idea that you are cutting a yeah. blaster thing in half and deflecting both of them, that's just so cool. And then there's just weird stuff like, I'm going to throw my lightsaber like a boomerang and bring it back to me. So Survivor has a lot of cool ones. Uh, Hyvey writes, what are the top three technological changes or improvements you would like to see on control devices? Could be a controller you use to play games, could be a mouse, keyboard, your phone, or other similar apparatus. Technological changes or improvements. I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I don't know how my like controllers are lacking until they show me what it could be. Totally, yeah. I will say I do really like the PS5, the vibration. Um, sure, so the, like maybe, haptic feedback stuff. Yeah, the like super precise one. So, you know, it would be cool if that was like on my Xbox controller as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. A fan to cool me down. Okay. I also like the when the controllers have like the grippy textures on the sides as opposed to being like real slippery because the the default ones are especially the playstation 5 one is like super slippery um, yeah and the, like the special edition controllers have like more of a grip which is kind of which is enjoyable i listen it's not a good controller but i really like how the steam controller tried to solve like playing pc games with a controller by doing the weird like touch paddy type like weird things whatever i like that they tried and i think there might be a future where they figure out a way to do that but <laughs> well i was just about to say it. it's too bad you don't have a steam deck because those do have touch pads on them and then uh -huh. you can kind of compare and see you know where they got how to. they are 
Yeah. Um, the touchpads, the touchpads are nice. And the fact that there's like some feedback into them is, is pretty enjoyable too. I don't use them a ton. Um, but when I do need to like click on something, it, it is handy to have that. Uh, I can't, I can't really think of anything else. I feel like the things that I could think of have been things for a long time. Like I remember playing PC games with the old mouse and thinking the ball always gets like stuck or gunked up. So it doesn't move slide. It doesn't slide the best, man. I wish there were like two other buttons here or this and that. (laughs) And these are all things that have been worked on. I also don't even have like a gaming mouse. Like when it comes to like keyboards and, and computer mice, I get the most basic thing possible because I'm just like, I just I just need it to like be fine. I don't need anything special. I don't need extra buttons. I don't need like thumb scroll stuff. I just want a I just want a regular ass mouse. Yeah. Uh, when you decide to actually get like one with all that stuff, it's going to be hard to go back. So just keep it the way you are forever because <laughs> it's cheaper. Then it feels bad when you're missing out on some of that other stuff you get accustomed to. Yeah, no, I honestly just order like the Amazon Basics one. I just need it to have like, I need the keyboard to have a number pad. I'm good. Dude, that's a big thing for me. When I like see somebody without a numpad, well, I guess I just think, oh, they never do anything with numbers so at all. So, okay, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Suku Suku writes, have you ever beaten a game with an unusual controller? Example, Dark Souls with the DK bongos. I don't think so. An unusual controller. No. I was trying to think because I know in the past some of the some games would register like the rock band or guitar hero guitars as a controller and you could do some stuff, but I don't think I I don't think I ever used it for anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Boko writes what shonen protagonist do you think you could beat in a fist fight? You may choose any point in their life that is depicted in their story. Yes, this question is ostensibly asking how many fictional children you could beat up. Let's not unpack that. If you're having trouble coming up with some ideas, here's some of the ones I was told when I asked other people. Naruto, although Boko disagrees, I would also disagree. Deku yeah. from My Hero. You could definitely beat up Deco from My Hero before he gets one for all. I don't know who Detective Conan is. Oh, dude, you could definitely kick the shit out of Detective Conan. True. Where is Detective Conan from? Uh, is it just called Detective Conan? I don't know, like, what his thing is called. I don't think I've, don't think I've ever heard of Detective Conan. He's a kid. <laughs> oh, it's this kid. Okay, I've definitely seen this kid. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you could uh, easily kick the crap out of him. Every for Yu-Gi-Oh sure. protagonist, protagonist, yeah, because they're just people with yeah card cards. games. True, except yeah. you say who is you say? Oh, all it's, the, it's the the spinoff ones. Okay, gotcha. And all the Digimon kids, yeah. I mean, you could probably do all the like Pokemon kids too, because them by themselves are not strong. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you could do Kid Goku because he was always yeah. powerful. Like, of course not. <laughs> um, I also disagree because I think Naruto had some like strength as a kid. 
Well, I mean, he is like, <clears throat> I, oh, like before he unlocks like powers. Essentially, is what we're talking about. Even right. before he was a ninja, I guess, right? Like, but, but, but the school. whole time he had the like the nine tails. So I would. That's I the would thing. Just, yeah, they would like. <laughs> there would be some latent power that would like come out when he's in danger right. or whatever. You would yeah. punch him in the face and then like a nuke would go off in your face. Basically so, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else you probably do any of the kids when they're kids from attack on Titan. Cause they're just kids. None of them will have powers ever, but if you gave them like their gear then I'm fucked cause they have a sword. <laughs> <laughs> in fact they have six swords um you could hmm. probably do you could probably beat up light from death note because he's just a guy he's like a high school student yeah you would just get murdered after basically when he went home yeah well yeah that's yeah that's the thing is like in, in a lot of these scenarios, I might get murdered later because like if, if I beat up Deku and then he gets one for all, he could come and kill me. So the question isn't like, who could you safely beat up? It's just, who yeah, could you, it's just one on one. Who's going to get the point? Yeah. I can't think of anybody else, really. Okay, VGC Kenny writes, Somehow AIs as we currently know and understand has partially taken over your body. It can't control you most of the time, so it offers a deal. It can either do your job for you one day a week, or it can do everything but your job for one day a week. Which offer do you take? Look, man, with my job, an AI probably could do a decent portion of it already, so why not? I'll let it have a day, I guess. I think I'm picking the job. I, I enjoy my job, but like what what exactly would it be doing everything but your job? Like it'll do like the like my chores, I guess, like my daily chores. So it'll like wash my dishes for me. Like I don't want it driving for me and like I don't want it doing everything else. Really, because well, also like then I'm giving up like my free time. Like is it going to play my games for me? I don't want it to play my games for me. That's the part I'm that I would enjoy doing. Yeah. So I think I would let it do my job for a day. I'm assuming I mean, in these scenarios, you're like going like locked out or something. You're like unconscious, like you're going to sleep or whatever, and you're just getting to like. This is out. this is severance. Do you want to be the guy out or in the office? For Obviously, one day? you want to be the guy out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> People should watch that show if you don't understand that reference, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Best show of last year. Yep. Uh, Phantom Aegis writes. In this scenario, you will be able to live a long, fulfilling life, but are given a curse. The first <laughs> curse is any life-threatening event that occurs to you. Your body will cause you to teleport to another universe. Oh, my God. Never okay. re returning to your original one and every other parallel that threatens your existence. <laughs> <clears throat> Example, okay. if, you're, if you're in a crashing plane, only... Only you will disappear into a safe place in another universe until your life is threatened again. Unless you're very good at avoiding that. The second curse is anyone that intends or tries to hurt you will be hit with bad luck. That, 100%. <laughs> the 
<laughs> the severity of the damage to those will be random. Example, if I thought or tried to poke Sean with a needle, I can get hit with a minor injury like hitting my pinky or be literal death. You know, a minor injury. Yeah. <laughs> the defense mechanism can do harm to any stranger, friend, family, and loved ones. Which risk would you take? Wait, to your own loved ones too? Yeah. So that's 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 <laughs> oh, the, that's the problem okay. with that one is if someone accidentally hurts you. Which would which is going to happen. So <clears throat> so the only way that, to like the only still. way to take the second curse is you can't spend any time with those you love. I mean that. I d- yeah. I don't want to travel universes and leave behind people that i care about i guess that's kind of the same thing is you're also not going to get to be so yeah i feel like you you take the second one you you kind of cut ties with everyone you could still like video call them and stuff but they just cannot be around you what if your cat attacks you i mean i would get rid of my cats because i couldn't like stand that idea yeah. But like if a random dog attacks me, then fuck him. I don't care what happens to him. It's the family stuff that scares me. About yeah. That one. So you'd have to. Exactly. But I mean, in the first scenario, you're also going to lose everyone, but you can't call them anymore. It's also just you're guaranteed a, like, to lose them, though, in the first one. You're guaranteed to. But that's the thing is like in the second one, it might as well be a guarantee because it's a non zero percent chance. And if there's a right. 1% chance that the person who accidentally elbowed me when we were in the kitchen together is going to die shortly, then it's it might as well be 100%. Right. But when against 100%, it's always better to take the one that could be 0% also. Well, I'm just saying, so the only way yeah. to live is the second one is to cut ties with everyone physically so that but the first one you would you would cut ties entirely and also it's such an extreme you're going to a new universe what does that mean (laughs) like oh i mean yes that we've completely glossed over that part but reading it again now the first curse is any life-threatening event i don't know how many times my life has actually been threatened maybe like 10 in my whole life i've only had a few bad car accidents and stuff so okay yeah that that is a good point so i'm now trying to think have i done any life-threatening events or oh shit well you just okay, wouldn't so, know maybe so what's, <laughs> also so all of a sudden you're just like over there well because <laughs> there's what if it's like a small percent chance because there's like for example like i've had a few surgeries in the last couple of years where they put yeah. me under and you have to sign waivers like hey it is always right. a risk when you get put under and stuff like that so like with that a life-threatening count? event yes it would Okay, you're right. Well, okay. There's more than I so thought. So if that's a life-threatening event, then every time I get in a car, I'm threatening my life. It's a life-threatening event. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I mean... No matter which way you look at it, I think it's the second one, honestly. Or e- even, you could even say, like, you know, COVID is still a threat. Anytime I'm around someone, it could be life-threatening to me. The second one is actually kind of fucked, too. If he thought or tried to poke you with the needle or something, if he just thought, man, I, I really want to just hurt Sean right now, he could die. <laughs> so, like, but it, mention, it mentions intent so that it can, they can't just think about hurting me. They have to intend. They have to, like, make up in their mind. I am going to do this. And that's pretty rare. Okay. 
It tends. Yeah. Okay. I still think you take the second one. Yeah. You you live by yourself. You can still you know FaceTime your family. Oh, the second one is way better than actually. The second curse anyone intends or tries to, if some if your loved one elbows you, they didn't intend or try to hurt you. That oh, was an accident. That's fine. True. Yeah, that's true because that's not intent. Okay. Yo, the second one is actually like an easy pick now. Reading that probably right because I'm trying to think like. <laughs> In fact, well, I want this. This isn't a curse. If somebody wants to kill me, fuck them up. Like, really? Well, now we need to say so. What? Because the person said poke with a needle, which is not that much of an injury, right? So. What exactly? Yeah, so you can't go to the doctor. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go to the doctor. Yeah. But you, it, now you're also risking, like, anytime, like, your significant other, like, gives you a really squeezes hug or pinches you in a playful way. So, okay. It's kind of dark. You're right. There are people with, like, actual, like, diseases and stuff that that is just their life anyway, though, where they can't, like, be touched very hard or anything so it sucks but <laughs> i mean there are people that live with that sort of thing i even with the intent thing there i still it's too risky i think living with someone you love because again it's a sure. non-zero percent chance um, yeah so I, I do still think you take the second one though and you just become a hermit well i mean you have vr chat you can talk to them in that yeah, your like, waifu. Like you get around it, but it's like you have to t- physically t- cut ties to people you love. I think it's the only safe. It's the safest thing to do. Totally. Yeah. Lineback writes: All sauces in existence are suddenly gone, but somehow it falls on you, the members of TDP, to bring back each one, making them the only sauces that will exist. Reinventing, recreating the rest is not an option. Okay. Uh, which do you each bring back, and how pleased do you think the rest of the world will be with your choices? We can do this. Uh, I don't know how, like, if I say barbecue sauce, do I have to be specific? Like, that's a pretty big range, right? I think that I would, I would say barbecue sauce just counts. Barbecue sauce is back. Like, I don't think the range of it, because it's all going to be something barbecue. Barbecue sauce is back. And I think the world is stoked because people love barbecue sauce. See, I wouldn't care for barbecue sauce. So th- this this comes down to like, am I trying to please myself or am I trying to please the world? Because if we're trying to please the world, right. we have to pick like ketchup. Yeah, but fuck the world. I hate ketchup. I'm not a big ketchup fan either, but like that's the thing. So like if I was going to bring something back. Don't do ketchup. <clears throat> make make it something ketchup, like, you like. <laughs> like for me personally, I would pick hot sauce. Okay. Yeah. But if I was going to do like a middle ground, I think the easiest one would be mustard or mayonnaise. Which do you feel in your heart that you would want more back between those three? I mean, for me, for you. Yeah. So that's hard, too, is like when it comes to like an enjoyment level, hot sauces have the highest highs. But when it comes to like what is just like so solid that it like I can put it on any sandwich and I'm happy. It's like mustard or mayonnaise. So, right. Like, I'm not going to put hot sauce on like every sandwich and it's gonna it's gonna be great because it's like but i right. but i could probably put mayonnaise on any sandwich and i'm happy and i'm glad it's there right um if you said hot sauce and we're not going specifics you would open up a wide range of stuff from like 
basic bitch hot sauce to like whatever. Right. Well, so I mean, I, I mean, I think that's fine as long as you're not going into like, here's a here's a spicy mayonnaise. Like, I'm not going to call that hot sauce. <laughs> no. Right. No, 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 no. Um, I think, you know, what? I think the easiest answer would just be mustard. And I think it would please a lot of people as well. Me too. I yeah, love my, like out of those three. I would prefer that, but I mean, I wasn't going to make your choice <laughs> so, for you. Yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fall on my sword and I'll take mustard because I, I like mustard too. Like mustard's the way yeah. to go. If, if you're getting a sausage, absolutely, you're going to put some mustard on that. That opens up like hot mustard, honey mustard, like different types of mustard as well. So yeah. that's pretty I, good. I mean, it's I good th- feel like everyone you get, it's opening up. Actually, except for ketchup, I feel like except ketchup. Ketchup doesn't have a t- there are some varieties, but not I feel like not as many as these other ones we're talking about. Honestly, mayo is probably the one that has the most because it's such like a basic thing that gets put into like every sauce. You're right. But as somebody who fucking hates mayo, like I awesome. would be happy to. Never See, I really see like mayo. But with mayo, you, you basically get Thousand Island. Mm hmm. True. And, and I also get, don't like that. Spicy aioli. Spicy aioli. I, I guess aioli to get rid should of. be its own thing. I don't know. I'll yeah, I think it should be easy. too. Yeah. What do we think John would choose? Because yeah, I don't just, actually he would just take ketchup or barbecue sauce, probably. Honestly, John Shit. has a very like pretty like basic palate. So if he would have said barbecue, I think he would have said barbecue sauce. I'm trying to think if there was something I really care that much about sauce wise that I would bring back. Sounds like you're oh. mustard. Uh, definitely like. Like a soy sauce or something. I like uh, so that soy sauce. For me. Yeah. But that would be if you're trying to like please a lot of people. Like there's a lot of like East Asian cultures that they live and die by soy sauce. So you'd, you'd please a lot of them. Like I would love like a teriyaki sauce, but that is so like uber specific. That's I think specific. It's, like I feel like you, you yeah, got to remember right? this is like one of the few condiments we're going to have. You need to paint right. with a wide brush. That's why I said soy sauce for sure. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Uh, Comet Strider, have you ever canceled plans or skipped class slash work because of a video game release? Uh, yes, but not in years, honestly. I don't think I ever have. The closest maybe was like my weekly bar trivia. I brought my Switch to it because I wanted to keep playing Mario Odyssey. Okay, you didn't cancel anything. I didn't for cancel it, anything, but it was just like, I'm going to play this game. <laughs> regardless of what the plans are uh for wow expansions i would definitely take like a week off to get completely leveled up and then try the raid content okay raster man writes how do you tell your coworker they lack certain technical knowledge they should probably have learned for what they do without sounding arrogant (laughs) this seems a little specific um so I feel like you just like, hey, can I show you how to do something? It seems like you're struggling. Yeah, totally. Like if you're not sounding arrogant, you're going passive aggressive. So you have to choose which one you fit in. Well, more. you just you don't mention the part that quote, they should probably they should, have learned. No. You don't bring that yeah. up at all. You just say, like, hey, can I show you how to do something? Or do you want to see a cool trick? Or you say, like, I see you're struggling with X. I know I know a way to get around that. 
I do. I do like this. <laughs> I do like this question because it's how do you tell a coworker they suck instead of how do you help a coworker who might be struggling? Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, it, the me in this scenario needs to That's chill so out a little bit. Needs to take a walk around the block and then assess the situation. Because right now you're a little punchy. And that's not going to help anyone. <laughs> how do you tell your coworker they lack a certain... T- I love it because the question isn't how do I help this person do their job better. It's how do you tell them that they should be better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love it. What a good question. Uh, waste of resources, right. Do you have a mental system... For what thing goes in what pocket? For example, phone and right, wallet and left. I do not, and finding my keys in a pair of cargo shorts is an undertaking. Uh, no, I don't. I do. Phone and right front pocket, keys and wallet in the in right left. in the left front pocket. Keys never go in the phone one. In fact, it's yeah, always like you're right. Those, those ones are always go like that. Uh, sometimes I will put a car key in the back pocket if i'm about to leave the house and go to the car and then then i take it out so it's just easy to get out immediately uh and then recently you know in the last couple of years uh mask might be in one of the back pockets okay i usually wear a hoodie so i do the standard um wallet in back pocket phone in right and then keys in my right hoodie pocket, or otherwise they'll go in my left if I'm not wearing it. Are That's you true. one of those people that will sit on their wallet? Uh, I take it out. I take it out at work and then throw it in my desk drawer. Oh, see, I wouldn't do that because, like, my wallet. Because so when so when you go to the bathroom, does it stay in the desk drawer? Yeah, I lock my desk and I lock my computer. Like when I step away from it. Oh, yeah. See, no, I don't. Uh, stays in my pocket. Makes sense. But people who sit on their wallets or their phones are insane. People that listen, I'm going to make I know I'm probably going to make an enemy or two here. People that put their phone in their back pocket need like psychiatric attention because I don't understand why you would do that. I don't get that at all. That's insane. You're just asking for trouble. Yep. And not even because like, oh, you're going to forget necessarily, but you're going to forget at some point. For sure. <laughs> it's going to happen. And You're going to crunch too on expensive. that thing. Like, why? Yeah. Also, typically when I sit down at a desk, the phone comes out of my pocket and goes on the desk. Okay. Yeah, mine too, I, actually. I am rarely sitting with the phone not out. I actually, when I'm sitting, rarely ever have anything in my pocket now that I think about it. Because I throw my car keys in with my wallet as well in the desk drawer. I'll usually take the keys out. Because um, like when if I'm at home, keys are going up on the keychain i guess i'm taking my wallet so i have work i put my keys in my backpack okay sure um i guess yeah i guess that's the mental system i never thought about it shane the destroyer writes are there any games that you stopped playing because they wanted you to play too much like daily quests battle passes or whatever that are designed to keep you playing but instead just drive you away because you can't give as much time as they want I haven't, but I've definitely had the pull of like, oh, I should really get in there and do some dailies. It'll be good in the long run. I have, and it's recent. Diablo Immortal was asking too much, so I stopped. Oh, okay. I stopped that a long time ago, but 
I, oh, I, this isn't recent. I stopped a long time ago as well, but that's okay. why I did. Yeah. I get it. Like, that's that's the current era in games we are right now. Everyone wants to... Is vying for your time. Um, yeah. Which is also probably why I only play, like, one service game at a time. That's just the thing yeah. too. Uh, linebacker writes, would you agree with Jason Schreier that the Graffital Fidelity arms race is a waste of time? The tweet of his in context, and I'll read his tweet. Uh, what video game executives will learn from Tears of the Kingdom? Games all need crafting now. What they should learn from Tears of the Kingdom? Retaining your staff is vital. The Graphical Fidelity arms race is a waste of money, and games all need rockets now. He's 100% correct. There is like a bare minimum, I think, that you should get for everybody to at least look at your game. But the arms race is a ridiculous waste of time and money. Yeah, well, so I wouldn't say 100% correct since since I'm not fully agreeing with it. Because like. Like, so the point is that Breath of the Wild or not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom looks great, despite being on the Switch. I still Uh am getting tons of like texture pop in or like draw distance on grass. I'm I'm seeing that pop in for sure as well. Um, mm-hmm. That I would just love that to not be there, like, and I and you know we all saw the like here's what Breath of the Wild could look like at 4K 60. Oh and, yeah, and I haven't told better. you I've been playing it at 4K 60 on my PC. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, totally, it's this idea that like we need to look wait that game would look absolutely fantastic if it wasn't on that piece of shit console. For sure, yeah. Yeah, um, so they made it look beautiful. It's just that that console can't keep Yeah, up. and Nintendo's, like, always been great at that, and, you know, a, a nice art style goes a long way. You know, probably so, when I look back at, like, what are my best favorite-looking games, it's probably ones that are more cartoony and have a great art style than it is yeah. ones that have, like, high definition. At the same time, though, it is really nice when I have a powerful console and it has a gorgeous high detailed game like god of war looks so good sure it's super realistic i do like that but i think and i and i'll caveat this which i'm sure it is a vocal minority that is causing this but like when redfall announced they're not going to be able to put out the 60 frames a second at launch and people got upset about that i think that kind of up fervor is is just not needed oh i disagree see the fidelity is bullshit uh is bullshit there's a bare minimum of like the way the game runs that should just be as 60 should be the standard just period at this point so that i definitely think they need to at least hit like a solid 60 but they don't need i don't think it needs to be beautiful i think you can like maybe stylize a little bit more cut some corners and but like it still looks okay Sort of yeah, like I, whereas I'm on the other side where because I always play at 4K 30. Um, oh, yeah. No, I would never. It's fine with me. No, I would never do 4K over. Just, I would never do 30 frames just to get 4K. <laughs> that seems like a complete waste to me. Hayes writes, look around the room and pick three items. Uh, okay, done. Now combine them <laughs> like in Tears of the Kingdom and make a deadly weapon. Shit. I don't think I like okay, like maybe this mic arm could probably swing that. Yeah. I should have picked some better stuff. So I picked this Tylenol bottle here. 
this Princess Peach little figurine. And uh, it's not even an amiibo. No, it's a McDonald's so it toy from when they did. Anything. And this control, this little control. So there we go. I didn't pick the three ahead of time. Um, if I did, I would probably just sort of been a couple things off my like my phone, this business card, and I would have probably picked an SD card. But if I was really trying yeah. to make the what's the biggest weapon is, are we doing with Tears of the Kingdom logic where no matter what I attach to it, it's not heavy? Like, can I attach yeah. my desk to this mic arm? Yes, and, and you could swing it. Okay, yeah. Then I guess I would do that, and I don't know the bed. <laughs> I mean. I do have like a pocket knife right here. I could there you go. Use. put that on the end of something. Sure. Of the end oh. of Princess Peach. Yeah. Okay. I don't think like I that. have anything that's like stereotypically a weapon in here. Yeah. All right. What is this one from Dead? I'll start reading the question. It's Saturday night. This is from Dead. It's Saturday night, and you're competing at Capcom Cup X. You made it to the top eight for Sunday. On winner's side, no less. Congrats. You just need to win one of your next two matches tomorrow to secure a six-figure paycheck, possibly seven figures. Lose twice in a row, and you'll end up with only 10K. How do you mentally prepare yourself before Sunday and after Sunday, if it all goes wrong. Uh, you have to sleep. It's going to be super fucking hard. You need to try to go to bed at a decent time. Yeah, I think you don't you, you don't go out partying and stuff. Definitely not late. Like you maybe maybe you do a good dinner, but I think you need to like make sure you can maintain whatever like home sleep routine it is, whether it's like. I always make sure I'm in bed by this time so that I can read a book for an hour and go to sleep. If that's what you, you know, you try to replicate that so that you can get the best sleep possible. Yeah. I think that's super important. Um, the part about after Sunday, if it all goes wrong, I, I have, I have a harder time answering that because since this is such an absurd scenario for me to be in, I'm just happy to like, have gotten this far. I always win. <laughs> Well, can't think of it <laughs> but even the idea of like oh you lost only about 10k it'd be like that's incredible i've never so, won money ever from a game I, I am one of those people that no matter what happens when it's over i'm ecstatic it's done so it okay. wouldn't plus me at all if i got 10k listen if i went walked away with nothing i'd be like well it's over and i wouldn't think about it ever again if i walked away with 10k i would actually be stoked i mean me signing up for this, I was probably like, there's no way I'm going to get to top eight. Right. So, like, yep. So, it's hard for me to even kind of get in the headspace of like the six figure was even possible. I always expect the worst outcome for stuff. So, I'm never really hurt by it when it happens. That's just how I've lived life. And this is, would be no difference. It would be mentally preparing the day before that would be the hardest part for me. Sleeping specifically yeah, i think that's just yeah you you, you got to do what you can to make sure you get that best sleep you try you, to just try to i would just try to maintain like my my usual day-to-day -day as best i could get a get some meals in when i need them just yeah. not i wouldn't do anything different i guess if it, if i got me there it should get me the whole way right yep 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 
Okay. Final question from Valk. Uh, what is your favorite chicken wing sauce slash rub? Do you prefer boneless or bone in? Personally, I prefer, I like boneless garlic hot or lemon pepper. I'm boneless. Team okay. boneless for life. Bone in is ridiculous. I like bone in more, but I'll eat a boneless easy. Like bone bone in gets your hands dirty. No, thank you. you they get both less get your hand meat. dirty. No, you use a fork and knife. But it's an actual chicken wing. It's not just a giant nugget. Who cares? Me. That's they, why I said bone in. They literally taste the same. <laughs> they do not. No, and that's the ridiculous. chicken nuggets, you're going to get more chicken. That is battered with disgusting, usually garbage on the outside. No, give me bone in every time. Personally. But like, if you offer me boneless, I'm not <clears> going to turn it down. Boneless for sure. Favorite chicken wing spot? Just give me a hot sauce. I'll usually just order whatever the hot one is. Yeah, like a hot. Okay, I don't like Frank's type hot sauce. I like, like, I like Frank's. Frank. I'll take that too. I'll take like something else. I'm pretty uh, much I at like, the point where it's like, if I ask for hot sauce, I do not care what you give me. Like, I'm not picky about okay. hot sauce. It's just you give me something spicy sauce. Cool. Good. I'm happy. What about that? The bomb or whatever. I have tried the bomb. The bomb fucking sucks. That's ridiculous. everybody. Everybody has said that it's disgusting. Yeah. So. I mean, there there is a point where it's like you're you're giving me a sauce that is going to harm me. So that that's an issue at that point. But the nice thing is most people don't just have that waiting in their fridge. So I'm right. not. I usually don't have to say like, yeah, give me whatever you got. Not the bomb. <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah, I like a. I guess garlic hot or whatever is pretty good. Something garlicky is nice. A little tang to it. Teriyaki is good. Hot ones is like teaming up uh, with Diablo Four and sending <laughs> oh. out and sending me some random hot sauce that they're doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, for work, so we're gonna do like a funny like taste testing video. Nice. So I'm excited to see what that's like. Have you tried those? Uh, hot ones pringles collaboration they did no i don't i didn't they're pretty okay i'm not a big chip guy though so okay fair enough i have tried like i've tried the bomb i tried um the last dab like i did order a pack from them once right and i did like it they're just they're kind of expensive as far as hot sauces go sure how long did they last you like did you use them a lot i so we had the last dab and then it was two of the ones that are kind of uh, early on in the um oh like their first one or whatever it like, the, like the, it was like one in three and then like you know 10 or whatever uh okay, so we pretty yeah. much just go, we we held on to the la- last dab for a while and then we were like we're never gonna eat this again let's let's get rid of this but the other ones we went through they were super tasty so we definitely like used them up cool uh nice. that's it for questions if you want to send questions for next time top down respective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's po box what is your game of the week it's, I mean, of course, it's Tears of the it's, Kingdom. It's, yep, it's Zelda. I should have said this at the top of the show. This was episode 666. I'm sure you could have, I'm sure the listeners could have told you that from the way uh, this episode went. Uh, they probably knew it before we even knew it. Uh, but I just, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to call that out. So. Cool. There you go. I did a lot of these. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.